What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you all had an amazing Christmas if you celebrate. I hope you're enjoying the holiday season. I hope you're leaving time to prioritize your play and pleasure and fun and not getting too bogged down about the new year and who you're going to be or all the things that you need to plan. We're going to have time for that in January. So soak up and enjoy these last few days of 2022. Spend time with your family or your friends and just like enjoy the moment. That is my vibe at the moment. I am home in North Carolina with my parents and Jaime and just spending the holidays surrounded by people that I love and there's no better vibe honestly. Like I also know the holidays can be a really challenging time for people if you don't have um, the best relationships with your family or if you've had losses in your family or, you know, things that just don't feel the same now that certain people aren't there. And so sending everybody that is having a challenging time throughout the holidays, lots of love and compassion and empathy. And I just hope that you will have the best 2023 yet and that there are so many bigger, brighter, beautiful, more expansive things on the horizon for you. I personally have a really good energy about this next year and I mean, maybe it's a Sagittarius in me. I'm eternally optimistic anyway. Like when I really look back, there's never been a year where I'm like, I feel like my prediction for this year is that it's going to be absolute shit. I mean, if we really look back, I think all of us thought 2020 was going to be the dopest year yet. We're like, turn of the century, fuck yeah, best year ever. And then shit really hit the fan and that was a wild year for literally everybody. Just the world was so crazy. So I do recognize my own potential bias in just being eternally optimistic and saying that every year is going to be a good year, but like what's the point in thinking that it's not, right? We might as well go in positive. We might as well go in being like, you know what, 2023, my year, shit's going to be good. I will say that I did look into my numerology for 2023 and it's a personal year three for me, which is supposed to be like fast paced and all around creativity and celebration and community and just like fun stuff. So I'm kind of like, yeah, okay, I'll buy into it. I'll vibe that. Let's go. Speaking of 2023, if you guys want to start the year off with me and in community and in a really high vibe to kick off the year, there's still time to join the reset challenge. This is the third year that I've done this challenge and it's my favorite way to start the new year and it's a 10 day challenge. It's super low cost. You can still get it for $45. If you're listening to this in real time, it's normally 55, but you can use the code in all caps reset 10 to save an extra $10 and get access to the whole challenge for 45 bucks. If you sign up and register with us before December 31st. So you've got a few days left. If you've missed that cutoff and you're listening to this and it's already like January 2nd or 3rd or 4th, you still have some time. So the challenge doesn't actually start until January 9th. So you have all the way until Sunday, January 8th to sign up and register for the reset challenge. There will be a link in the show notes below, as well as a link in my bio on Instagram. Basically what this challenge is, is it's a 10 day commitment to movement, meditation, and manifestation. I'm going to provide absolutely everything for you so that you don't need to think or plan or figure out how you're going to start the year in a good energy. You just have to show up, click a button, and it's all there for you. So every single day I'm going to provide you with some sort of movement. So we have six high intensity at home workouts and then we have four yoga flows. All of those are guided by me. I'm doing them alongside you in the videos. They are pre-recorded so that you can practice these workouts and yoga flows at any time throughout the day, regardless of where you live in the world. 
which is awesome. So you're going to get some form of movement, either a workout or a yoga flow every day. And then you're also going to get a guided meditation every single day. One of my guided meditations, people love these. They rave about these. They want to keep these forever when they're in my programs and they have access to some of them. So you're going to get a guided meditation every single day. And then you're also going to get a manifestation challenge. So I call them mini challenges and they're basically just small, tangible action steps that I'm going to challenge you to do every single day of the 10 day challenge to help get you closer to your manifestations and start to create more space in your life to call in the things that you're desiring and heighten your level of magnetism. So if you're here for it, if you want to begin the year with me, we're also going to have a group chat that I'll be inside. We can chat back and forth. I'm going to do daily accountability with you guys. I'll answer any of your questions in the chat. It's just such a fun vibe. I'm also going to give you access to my playlists for the workouts and the yoga flows so that you have music and all of that to get into the energy. You're also going to get a free copy of my ebook, New Year, New Magic. This is the complete manifestation guide. Everything that you need to know to manifest your dream life. I wrote it down. I put it in a beautiful format. I included pictures, stories from my life, and I think over 14 worksheets at the back that will help you journal through things and just get set for an amazing year in 2023. So the energy is going to be high. It's so much fun. I'm going to be doing it alongside you. If you want to join us, click the link in the show notes or head over to my Instagram at underscore Samantha Daily and click the link in my bio and sign up for the reset challenge. Also, when you join the challenge, you have the chance to be entered to win a free hoodie. So merch is still available. If you've been wanting to buy one of our manifestation hoodies, you can either go directly to the link in the show notes or the link in my bio on Instagram and purchase your hoodie. Or if you're joining the reset challenge and you want to see if you could be a lucky winner, you can enter to win and we'll be raffling off some free hoodies. So there's that as well. I really hope to see you guys inside the challenge. It's such a fun way to start the year and I can't wait. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to the Makeshift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go make shift happen. We're going to talk about five tips to have the best year ever. Okay, I realize that the title of this episode is kind of clickbaity, but honestly, I feel like these tips are relevant and they actually will help you have an amazing year. So we're going with it. Five tips to have the best year ever in 2023. Let's get into it. The first tip is to figure your shit out with money. <laughs> if you guys are taking notes, literally write it down. Figure your shit out with money. That is step one, tip number one. And there's many ways to do this. Um, if you want to take my Energy of Money Masterclass, that's something that's available. That's actually really, really accessible. I think it's like $33 on my website. Um, you're going to learn a lot about the energy of money, about our subconscious relationship with money, about my top tips and hacks for magnetizing more money and calling in more cash. There's so much in that masterclass. So that's a, a really amazing resource. But also maybe for you, this is just getting really clear with yourself about where you are at with money right now, taking um, stock of 
what your income is looking like or what your projected income is looking like for 2023. If you are a business owner, really taking a look at uh, what you're planning to launch or sell at least in quarter one of the year and putting a little bit of a plan in place. And again, you don't have to do this right now if you're listening to this in late December. You can do this in January. We have 12 months of the year, but we do want to start off on the right foot. And it's important to figure out where we stand with money. So looking at your expenses, looking at what your income is projected to be or what your income goal is if you're someone who has a kind of job where you have more control and flexibility over amplifying your income. Um, If you're someone who works uh, in a traditional career, maybe thinking about what you want any of your career moves to look like this year. Are there any promotions you want to go for? Is there any way that you want to shift your role in the company or if you want to get a different job or if you want to start your career over in a sense and and explore something new and what that might look what that might look like for you and what your money situation would need to be in order to help facilitate that and so just sitting down and getting really real with the money situation also noting what's going on for yourself with debt, whether it's credit card or student loans, and being willing to just look at those numbers. It's also really valuable to have a look at what your spending habits or patterns were in the past year and kind of think about, okay, do I want to continue doing that? Does that make me happy? Does it bring me joy? Or is it something that I just kind of do on autopilot and then I feel guilty about it later or afterwards? So sitting down, getting clear with money, figuring your shit out. Also, this is something that I wanted to share because I shared it with some of my clients the other day and they were like, wow, can you please share this on a podcast or like tell more people about this because it was really useful. And so something that I do is I set monthly money goals within my business. And so if you are someone who has more flexibility control over your income, this is something that you might want to adopt. But basically what I do every single month is I write down what my minimum standard is, like how much money I'm willing to make that month as the absolute bare minimum. And then I set another goal, which is the main target, which is my projected income of like, this is how much I want to make. This is the desire. This is the goal, the main target. And then I set a third money goal, which is the stretch goal, which means if I really blew this out of the water of whatever I'm launching or selling or doing this month or I received income in surprising places or unexpected ways and I got this amount of money, I would really be like, whoa, like that's amazing. Don't know how that happened, but like hell yes, right? So it's the minimum standard, the main target, and then the stretch goal. And I do this every single month throughout the entire year. And then below those three money goals that I set for every single month, I write down two money affirmations that I'm operating with. Sometimes they're not completely directly related to money, but a lot of the times they are. And this just helps me because every time I go and I look at my income spreadsheet as I'm tracking, you know, clients and payments and all those other things, I'm seeing the three goals, the minimum standard, the main target, and the stretch goal. And then I'm also seeing those two affirmations. So I can take a moment, should I choose, and actually read through those affirmations and feel it in my body and just get excited about that being real for me, about that being true for me. And this is one way that I just like to always have my intention set with money every single month, especially when it comes 
to business. So if you have some stuff going on in your expenses or in your life or in your spending habits or even in your partnership, sometimes there's disagreements with how partners are spending money or um, saving money or controlling the money or sharing the money or not sharing the money. This is the opportunity to figure it out, to sit down, to have a conversation, to hash it out, to put it all on the table and really sort your shit out with money because that's going to set you up for an even more abundant and magnetic year. Money likes to have a purpose. It likes to have somewhere to go. So if you'd even like to think about what is the reason why you have this income goal? If you have a new income goal or you want to make more money this year than you did last year, what is the point of that? Do you just have that goal because more is better and everybody tells us that more is better and so we just want more? What are you actually going to do with that more, right? What is the purpose that we are giving to that money? Where are we going to allocate it? What is it going to help us do? How are we going to manage it? What are some things that we know for sure we want to spend it on or things that we want to give to other people in our lives or to donate should we be able to attract that amount of money? But really giving purpose to your goals for money for 2023 is going to help put you in a, a deeper level of magnetism. So that's number one. Figure your shit out with money. At the bare minimum, you could listen to some money podcasts or if there's a book about money that you've been wanting to read that you know is you know going to be good for you or it's going to help your mindset in some way, read the book, download the audio book, just do something, right? I think all of us need to be in charge of at least doing something to get in a good energy with money and start being able to relate to money, spend, earn, save, and manage money from a place of, at the very bare minimum, neutrality, but hopefully love, joy, excitement, and gratitude. The fact of the matter is that a lot of us operate with money from a place of guilt or fear or shame. And those are literally the lowest vibrational frequencies on the spectrum of consciousness. And so we want to start to figure out ways that we can operate with money and around money when we're spending it, earning it, saving it, sharing it, talking about it that are at a higher vibrational level. And so maybe there's some mindset work that you have to do. Maybe you want to get a coach. Maybe your business needs some help and you want to hire a business mentor so that you can be really structured or sorted with your money or just optimize your financial goals for your business in some way. There's something that all of us could do. And so this is the invitation of just doing that one thing, whatever it is. You don't have to go crazy and do all of these things. But my first tip is figure your shit out with money. So whatever that means for you, whatever you know that you need to do, whatever you know that you could be doing that would be helpful to you, do it this year. And that will set you up to have an amazing year and just be more magnetic and more abundant than ever. Okay, tip number two is to think ahead. And look, I know not like some people love this. Some people are huge future planners, maybe to a to a fault. They're like way too far ahead. But then there's others that are just so much in the moment, in their feminine energy, like just living life as it comes and going with the flow that they have not thought at all about what's coming ahead or how they want that to look. And so the second tip is to take some time to think ahead. And so if you are a person that thinks ahead a lot or overthinks ahead, take this tip with a grain of salt and maybe it means for you 
to not go so deep into the how and when and why and where and how can I figure it out and how is it going to happen and I don't know and is that correct or should I change this or should I do that or what am I going to do exactly this week of the fourth month of the year of for this project or this and just scale it back a little bit and do like a general overarching what am I doing this year? What are the things that are going to be fun that I really want, the experiences that I really want to have? What are those things that I want to prioritize? And then what are some of the business plans, the overarching, like, okay, I know I want to launch these three programs, or I know that I want to give these types of services and just not be so in your head about when every single thing is happening. Because if we plan our year down to the week, what we know for sure is that it's not going to go completely to plan and so that's going to be wasted anyway. But it is really valuable to have some time to think ahead. If you're someone who typically doesn't ever think ahead, then yes, this tip is even more relevant for you of just thinking about what are you doing and when do you want to do it, right? Do you even know what January is going to look like? Do you have any idea like what you want to do or create or sell or the experiences that you want to have or any travel plans that you'd like to execute on? And can we just get clear on those things? It doesn't mean that we need to know all the details. We don't need to have everything booked. We don't need to know 100% who's coming with us or what the price is going to be or how it's going to work out or all of that stuff. It's just, what do I want to do this year? And when would be a good time for me to do it? And I want you to do this in both categories, both like fun stuff and business or career stuff, right? So What are the things or experiences that really just serve the purpose of raising your vibration and bringing you excitement and joy and fun and adventure? What are those things that you really want to do that you want to knock off of your like life bucket list in 2023? And when might be a viable time for you to potentially do them and just get clear on that and then do the same thing for your business, right? What are the business things that you know that you want to execute on this year? What are some goals that you have? Are there programs that you want to launch? Is there a money or income goal that you want to hit? And how might you see that fitting in to this 2023 plan? Is there a certain month that you know I really want to launch my signature program? Just like getting clear on some of the basics. Yeah. So thinking ahead. Number three is to get support where you need it. Now, everybody's going to take this tip and run with it in their own direction of what they know that they need. For some people, this might be actually investing in therapy or getting a coach or hiring a business mentor for your business or maybe if you're a mom and you really know that you need like a part-time nanny or you need to invest more in your babysitter so that you have more free time to even just get back to yourself or do the fun and exciting things that you thought about in step two or to work on your business that you're building. Maybe that's something that you need support with is uh, childcare and a new way of looking at that or a new way of operating. And uh, maybe for other people, this is like a, a housekeeper. Um, and this could at any level, right? It doesn't have to be every single week or all the time. It could be once a quarter. It could be once a month. But is there something, some area of your life or your household or your business that you know that you need support in? And can we start to look at it and kind of get out in front of it before we get into the new year and suddenly feel like we're drowning and all our patterns are the same and we still don't have any time and all the stories, right? So where do you need support? Because we all need help. We all need support in some areas. What is that area for you? What do you know in your heart? 
What has your intuition told you over and over again would be a great step for you. If you're a business owner, maybe this is the year where you finally hire an assistant of some kind or you add an additional team member or you have a social media manager or something. What is the area that you know you need support in that would be so monumental for you if you could just make it happen and start to think about how could I actually do that? And if I can't do it in the biggest way, in the most full-time way, in the best way, in the most expensive way, then how can I scale it back and go, okay, maybe I can't do it at the level that I'm hoping for someday, but could I, you know, bring this down a little bit to my level and figure out a way to integrate it with where I am and what I have and the amount that I can spend and and the resources that are available to me right now. But getting support is so, so important. I just signed on for six months with a business mentor who I've worked with in the past. And I'm so excited because I spent the entire year of 2022 really just standing on my own two feet and intentionally not having a business specific coach or mentor. I had other people that were supporting me in the realms of therapy and hypnosis and things like that and nutrition. Um, But I specifically was taking a break from the business mentorship because I just needed to stand on my own two feet and trust that I knew what I knew and that I had systems that were working and that I just needed to work them in order to make them work. But now I'm coming into 2023 and I'm really excited about getting that support again because there's a new level that I want to reach. There's new things that I want to accomplish. There's new ways that I want to scale my business that I'm not familiar with, that I haven't tried before. And so I'm going to bring on someone to help help me through that for the first six months of the year. And so I'm really, really excited about that. So I've already taken that step and trust me, once you do it and you make that investment and you know that you're going to be held and supported and guided and someone's in your corner and they're going to help take some of that stress or fear or anxiety or whatever it is off of your plate because they're there for you, it just feels so good. And it's going to set you up for an amazing, amazing year. Okay, number four is to stop focusing on what is missing. And this is really important and it's a huge realization that I've had this year and I've shared about it recently in a post um, that I think I'll read because it just encapsulates it better than probably what I could reiterate here. But basically the main gist is that thinking that you have a problem is sometimes the biggest problem. And I learned this in a really profound way through the experience that I had at Tony Robbins. And it's been shown to me multiple times since then. And I've seen it in clients and women that were on my retreat. And just this idea of how once you get into the personal development space and you're really committed to learning all of the ways that you could better yourself. Sometimes the trap that we fall into is what I call the healing trap, which is where we always believe that we have a problem to solve. And then we're consistently just over and over again, trying to fix ourselves in new ways. And we may not think of it like that because we're not thinking, oh, I'm, I'm broken or I have a problem. And so I'm trying to fix myself. We're going, no, I'm going to dig up more limiting beliefs. I want to clear everything. I want to be perfect. I want to be healed. I want to be free from all my limitations. And so we're thinking about it from this lens of like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so good for me. This is making me better. But at the end of the day, what we're doing is we are some, in some ways telling ourselves that we can't be healed and happy and whole right now as we are, because there's more, more to dig up. There's more limiting beliefs. There's more trauma. There's more energetic blocks. There's more whatever. We always think that there's more. And there's so many people online that will make you consistently feel like there's more. 
And so then it creates this healing trap where we're just spending our entire lives trying to fix ourselves. So I posted a reel about this a few weeks ago and I'll just read the caption to you to kind of better illustrate what I'm talking about here and what I mean about how important it is to have an amazing year that we have to stop focusing on what's missing. So basically the the reel said, in your pursuit of healing, I hope that you don't spend your entire life trying to fix yourself. And then the caption reads, thinking that there's always a problem is sometimes the biggest problem of them all. What I've been realizing over the past year is that while personal development brings us so much growth and awareness, it can also bring an obsession with healing. If we're always quote unquote healing, what we're also saying is that something is always wrong. And so while it may seem like we're in pursuit of a positive solution, what we're actually doing is continuing to reinforce the idea that we cannot be healthy, healed, and happy right now in this moment, that there's still another mountain to climb, another mindset block, another childhood trauma, another subconscious belief, another food intolerance, another supplement regime, another biohacking tool. This isn't true for everyone, so take it with a grain of salt, but for many of us, we are addicted to the idea of constantly healing up-leveling, and obtaining quote-unquote optimal everything. And it's not actually making us better. Instead of fully living, we are stuck in a never-ending cycle of fixing, one thing after another. What if believing that you had a problem was the problem? And how would it feel to set that narrative down and just focus on how full your life and health and relationships already are? And so... I I just think this is so prevalent for me and a lot of my clients and pulling ourselves out of this healing trap and setting down that narrative that there are more problems or that you're not there yet or that you can't be there yet because, because you haven't done enough yet or whatever the story is for you. And so my advice is to really find reasons to believe that you are whole and happy and healthy right now as you are and then act like it. Act according to that belief system which tells you that you are whole and happy and healthy right now. And being conscious of any accounts online or people that maybe scare you into thinking that you have more work to do or that you have more problems to solve or that you're not far enough along. And muting those people or unfollowing those people or potentially taking a break from so much of the obsessive compulsive consumption of personal development content and I realize that this podcast is in general a personal development podcast and I hope that you continue to listen but if this podcast gives you anxiety then I do think that you should turn it off for a while and if there's any other podcasts that give you anxiety because you feel like you have to learn everything and absorb it all and integrate it all and teach it all, then maybe it's your sign to take a break. And for some people, it might be less podcasts and it's more books, just like this overwhelming, oh my God, I have to read everything. I have to know everything. I have to integrate everything. I have to heal everything. I have to do everything. I have to teach everything. If you feel that way with personal development books or any kind of book for that matter, um, I think it's a sign that you need to take a break from those things and maybe go on a little hiatus from that type of reading or that type of media content or that type of listening and just see what it would be like to actually be with yourself and with your own guidance and with your own thoughts and with your own creativity and with your own information and with your own knowledge. And notice how when you stop feeling like you need everyone else's information to make you better, 
that you naturally just get better. That's the point, right? So that's the point in this tip of stop focusing on what's missing and start focusing on what's already here, what you already have, how whole and happy and healthy you already are. Number five is simple. It's just fuck your fear. That's it. If you're writing them down, that's the sentence you write down. Fuck your fear. (laughs) Fuck your fear. Go do it. Whatever you're scared of, whatever you've been hemming and hawing about, whatever you've been wanting to do, but you're like, I don't know. Can I do it? It's so complicated. I don't know what I'm going to do for work or how I'm going to make money. Fuck your fear. Go do it. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, you already know what the thing is for you. Just listening to me say those words, you already know what the thing is that's scary to you, that's next level to you, that's adventurous to you, that's fearful to you in some way. You already know what it is. Fuck the fear, go do it. (laughs) That's so simple. But actually, the reason this is so powerful is because if you decide that this is the year where the fear is no longer going to hold me back and I'm going to have that life experience, I'm going to go on that adventure, I'm going to move to that country, I'm going to change my job, I'm going to start my business, I'm going to do whatever it is that feels scary, but I'm going to do it. If you set the intention now that this is going to be the year that you fuck your fear and you actually just go do it, you are way more likely to accomplish it. When you allow yourself to wallow in the fear and and think like, oh, there's going to be something that's going to help me get out of this or I'm going to find the perfect book that's going to inspire me or the perfect coach or podcast or something is going to happen and unfold for me in my life that's going to give me the right sign or there's just going to be a time where I know that it's time. If you are still sitting in that, what you're doing is you're giving yourself permission to stay where you are. And the reason that we do that is because it allows us to be comfortable. It doesn't require us to change. It doesn't require us to actually fucking do anything hard. And so by believing that there's going to be something out there that's going to give you the inspiration or the motivation or the strength or the courage or whatever you need in order to actually do the thing that you've been wanting to do, you get to stay stuck and you get to stay exactly where you are in your cute little comfort zone and you don't have to change and you don't have to do anything. And isn't that fun? Like kind of, but also no, because you want to do those things that are fearful. You want to do the things that are exciting and expansive and big and adventurous and totally out of your comfort zone and so unlike you, but you want to do it. There's a part of you, there's a part of your soul that is screaming at you. We should do this. We should do this. We should do this over and over and over again. And you already know what it is. It's already in your head. You're already thinking about it as I'm speaking. And that's the thing that you need to stop making excuses for. You need to stop wallowing in the someday someone's going to help me. I'm going to be courageous enough. I'm going to get a sign that's going to make me know that it's the right time. No, the sign is now. This is the sign. This podcast, (laughs) you turn listening to this right now and hearing it in your ears. That's the sign. Fuck your fear. Go do it. We're done with the excuses. We're done playing small. We're done being babies. We're doing the hard things. We're creating our dream lives. We're going after the things that we want. That's it, period. There's no other option. Once you give yourself an option or a way out or a plan B or something to fall back on, then you don't actually have to do anything. So the best thing that you could do for yourself in 2023 is to Fuck your fear and say, this is the only option. This is the route I'm taking. I'm doing it. There's no plan B. There's no other way. I will do it. I intend to do it. I am doing it. I already did it. That's the only option. That's how you create your best year ever is you decide right now that this is the year where you make the change. 
This is the year where you do the thing that you know, you know you should have done. You know that you could have done. You've been wanting to do. And you actually finally just saddle up and say, you know what? I'm a big girl. I'm scared, but I'm going to cultivate the courage and I'm actually going to do it. And that's it. End of story. Done. We're doing it. That's how you create the best year ever. Figure your shit out with money. Set some goals. Think ahead. Know what you're planning to do for fun and adventure. Know what you're planning to do for your business or your career. Get support where you need it. Stop focusing on what's missing. Get yourself out of the healing trap of thinking you always need to be better in some way and fuck your fear and go do the thing. If you do those five things, I promise you 2023 will be an incredible year because no matter what comes your way, you will be able to handle it. You've already set yourself up for success with money and abundance by making a plan. You already are intentional and clear about the experiences that you want to have and the goals that you have for your business. You're already supported. You have people around you to help facilitate that actually happening. You're no longer feeling like you're missing something or that you're not there yet or that you're not good enough yet or that you're not healed yet or that you need to do more work still because you're actually standing in your wholeness and you're cultivating the courage to go against what your fear is telling you that you're incapable of and actually do the thing that you've always wanted to do. So I feel confident. Yes, the title is a little clickbaity, like we said, five tips to have the best year ever. But I don't know. I just think these are like, I'm spitting backs here. If you do these five things, I just don't know how you wouldn't have an amazing year. Even if unexpected things happen, even if hardships come, as they do, even if negative things happen, as they might, right? But you will have the infrastructure and the intention and the preparedness to be able to go forth and create amazing things in 2023. So this is my hope. It's my desire for you. I'm so excited to go into this next year together. Thank you all so much for being here and for continuing to support the podcast and listening every single week. I love you so much. If you want to send me some holiday cheer, I would love to have a rating or a review from you if you've never left one or if you did, but it was years ago and you want to leave a new one. I'm so, so appreciative. Go leave us five stars on Apple or on Spotify. Write a few sentences of what you love about the podcast or one of your favorite favorite episodes. It really helps new people who are coming across the podcast know that it's a safe space, that it's a fun space, that it's an expansive space. So I really, really appreciate those reviews. I love you guys so much. Don't forget podcast merch is still available. Manifestation hoodies, go get them. They're so cute. They come in white with pink lettering or black with white lettering. They say co-creating with the universe on the back. They're amazing. Go get yourself one. And don't forget to join us in the Reset Challenge, our 10-day challenge to kick off the new year in your best energy yet. I'll be joining you. We'll be in a group chat together. I'm going to keep you accountable for those 10 days to move, meditate, and manifest. I really hope to see you guys there. Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.